Our stud sales manager, Brian Blauk, explains how to deal with 8% rates. 8% rates. Everyone's freaking out, right, yeah, Brian? It is. It's a challenge. It's a, it's a condition in the market. And before we get started on how to deal with that in your business, do us a favor, make sure you subscribe to the channel, you like the video here if you learn something from what we're talking about, because the rates are gonna be the rates. Mm -hmm. And there's still 10,000 homes selling a day in the US. So how are you coaching our agents to deal with this? Because this is the first time a lot of them have seen something like this. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it is a condition that we're, we're facing and um, it's gonna be like this for a little while and then the market's gonna shift again. And I think, I think for, for me, it always goes back to uh, having the right conversations and client building, right? I mean, coming up with uh, the four cornerstones of what a great conversation is. Have you ever seen this book by Phil Jones? Exactly, exactly what to say. If you don't have this book, get it, because that's gonna be your roadmap to uh, success when these situations occur. Think of it this way. You know how a caddy walks a golf course before mm -hmm. a tournament for a professional golfer? Yep. And he walks at all the different points and he measures distance and what's gonna be the quickest, most efficient way to get the ball in the hole. That's what we're doing with our clients every day, right? So this is going to help you in uh, having uh, intentional conversations mm -hmm. about what the market's like, about the interest rates, and, and really kind of dissect the, uh, where the client is at in, in, their, in their search, in their journey. For sure, and, and I mean, you know, you think about some of the calls that we've heard or, or coach people on like, hey, I'm checking in to see how your home search is going versus, hey, I'm not sure if this is gonna be for you, but even though rates have jumped up, we've seen inventory also jump up a little bit, so there's more options out there. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about that. And it's, it's just such a different conversation. Even though you're basically asking the same thing, yes. I'm much more likely to open up for the latter. Yeah, and, and you, you taught me years ago, poor preparation leads to poor performance, <laughs> right? So the worst time, and this is, this is one of the four cornerstones of a conversation that uh, Phil Jones talks about, and is the worst time to think about uh, what you're going to say is in the moment that you're saying it, mm -hmm. right? So if, if you know going into a conversation that interest rates are going to be a topic of conversation, you need to be able to prepare yourself with some data just like you just said. Mm -hmm. um, you need to be able to respond to the client. And whether it's interest rates or low inventory, whatever that might be, you need to be able to prepare for, for that conversation. That creates an intentional conversation, right? Is that preparation. Well, and, and you, know, you think about the decisions people are making. You're talking about rates have gone up pretty much double over the past 16, 18 months. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest financial decision most people make in their entire life. And if you're not prepped for it, that doesn't give them comfort and it doesn't feel like you have their back. So when you're prepped and you know what to say, then you can help them decide what's gonna be best for them instead of them wondering, does this person really know what they're talking about? Yes, and so go into the conversation anytime you're gonna be prospecting is make sure you know what you're gonna say when they pick up the phone well, and, and be prepared <laughs> for anything, any conversation, whatever direction it's gonna go in. Um, the second key cornerstone to a, a good conversation is all about curiosity, yep. right? So Phil talks about that being the fuel of the conversation um, and making sure that you're genuinely curious about their situation. And that, that just comes from being on the call long enough and being curious enough to ask the right questions. Um, I, I thought it was interesting, I read, uh, I read this quote, and it talks about 
being curious long enough to get to empathy, mm-hmm. right? And empathy is caring about what people, caring about what people you care about care about. So making sure that you're genuinely curious about what their situation is and that you can emphasize with that because all you're doing is you're generating information to be able to help them make and give them recommendations. The, the first mentor I had in this business, John Collins, you've met him a couple yep. times. Mm-hmm. Um, he right. told me something that, that's very similar to this, that, hey, I got to get out of judgment and into curiosity because it's so easy to get someone on the phone and they're like, well, this person doesn't know what they're talking about yes. or they're not realistic with the market. It might just be that they haven't had anyone show them what's realistic in the market. So when, when you when you do care about what they care about, because in our business it's like, where are they going to move to? Are they going to sell a home? Are they going to buy a home? Where are they trying to go? It's the motivation usually. Mm-hmm. Curiosity gets you to the motivation, and motivated clients are the ones that transact. Correct, correct. And that's, I think, the key with anything is just having an understanding of what their motivation is. Is it is it the next three months? Maybe it's six months. But whatever that is, help make recommendations to make that process and, and uh, let them achieve their goals. Um, the, third, the third piece of a, of a good conversation that we, we teach a lot about is the person who's asking the questions is in control of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So be prepared to have a conversation by asking questions. So be curious about their situation, listen to what they say, go a little bit deeper because that's gonna now give you the information that you need to help them get to their end result. Well, and, and you know, I, I look at when people are in a decision-making phase, right, you don't want to, you don't want to feel like you're getting sold ever. And right. a right. lot of times, most agents, when they don't have the proper training, they just try to like talk people into making decisions. And, and that never really goes well. Like I've never felt good about that situation ever. But when you're asking questions and you get people on the self-discovery path, like, hey, so what's that going to do for your life if you buy this home? Yes. Th- that answers the question. Or how are you going to feel if you lose this property over $5,000, right? And most people are like, well, I would feel horrible. And instead of them being in the moment, like, hey, this is stupid, don't don't lose it over five grand. That's not what you want to say to somebody. And these are very, like, extreme examples. Mm-hmm. But when you ask the question to get them to say yes instead of telling someone what to do, it, it lets them make the decision for the right reasons, which plays to their curiosity and the empathy that you discovered in the, in the other cornerstone you just talked about. Correct, correct. So, uh, and then the last, last thing that I, I think a lot of uh, realtors don't understand is uh, people only do things for their own reasons, yes. not yours. Yes. Uh, you're on the phone to try to book an appointment to, to kind of get them to the next level, but if you can't get past their struggles, their concerns, they're only gonna do what's, what's right for mm-hmm. them, right? So, um, by staying curious, for one, ask enough questions, right? It's all about gaining enough information so that now I can make recommendations to the client and I can talk to them to the level that they need. So if you tell me, let's say if you tell me, um, uh, I'm gonna wait for rates to go down, Yes. right? So, so Tom, how confident are you that the rates will go down next year? I mean, I'm only as confident as these predictions I see but they were pretty wrong last year. Correct, and you start to begin, and that's where the, that's where the book comes in because there's the basics of the conversation and how, how you structure the call, but then there's what to say when you get mm-hmm. on that call and how do you, how do you phrase it, because words matter. And the, you know, what you say and how you say it does matter, and it's really getting the client uh, into that discovery mode and ask the what if questions. Sometimes it's just not the right move for them. Yes. And we've got to accept that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you might be able to get them to move up their plans 
by having some solid conversations, by listening to them, understanding what their concerns are, and then giving them some recommendations or giving them some things to think about that they might not have thought about before. For, for sure, and, and you know, the, the beauty about this business is that you're talking to someone that owns a house. At some point, that house is going to sell. Now, it could be 30 years from now, mm -hmm. right? But if you build a relationship with them and you prioritize, hey, I'm, I'm going to get curious about them, I'm going to have empathy, I'm going to make sure I'm asking the right questions, and, and you might not get the answer that you want, that's okay, and you know what to say, and you get clear on what's going to be important to that person, and that person might be, hey, my, my kids are in high school for another three years. You know what? Just call them once a quarter. Stay in touch with them. Build a relationship because what's important to them is making sure their kids have a great high school experience. Correct. Then when they move out and they're gone, it's like, well, this house is stupid. Then you got them, right? And, and you're in the position of, I trust this person because they didn't push me too hard the first time. What happens with a lot of cases is people meet someone once and that's the end of it. So the, the, these cornerstones here, I mean, this was like a dissertation, Brian. This was so good. So I would watch this video again, take notes. And if you need help with it, shoot us a message, right? We're doing this stuff all the time and we're getting better with this too. But when you have these principles in your conversations, you're only going to win as long as you're focused on the right things, not 8% rates or no inventory, all these objections that we're dealing with because people are moving every day.